welcome to the podcast. This is Mid-South Foodie. I'm your editor-in-chief, Jake Owens. And I'm your editor-in-chief, Reed Ballou. On Mid-South Foodie, we like to do a little spotlight here and there on local restaurants that have a little edge on the rest of the country, that, that kind of make the Mid-South stand out in a really unique way. Places that give um, the South sort of a leg up when it comes to cultural cuisine. Uh, some of these places are found in major metropolitan areas. Uh, some are found in backwoods of the Mississippi Delta. And some are just wide spots in the road. Um, today, we, we're actually... This episode comes to you, um, and it's birthed out of a place of frustration. And it's birthed out of a place of uh, hurt, hurt, uh, being unsure of what's going on. Here's what was mm-hmm. happening. We found this wonderful um, little delicatessen down. Uh, it's it, ju- it was a place. Uh, I, I first heard about this specific one on Yelp. Uh, it had a perfect five-star rating. And I said, you know, Reed, we've got to check this place out. This would be perfect right. for the podcast. Yeah, I remember that. Yelp, Yelp, by the way, Yelp is this app that um, is... Uh, in the critic community, um, it's sort of known as like the go-to for finding new places. This place that we were heading to um, is just a little bit north of Louisiana, um, just inside the Arkansas border. Um, and so we were driving west through Nashville over to Memphis, going down mm-hmm. through Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And we get to Ocean Springs, and uh, we're listening to episodes of Mid-South Foodie on the way, on um, just the, the first four episodes. And we get uh, we get to Ocean Springs, and it, it's really heavy rainfall. It's kind of scary. My, my, I haven't changed the tires in my car in about four years, and so uh, we had to come to a really quick halt. Yeah, and it was ba- we were basically asking for an accident where you know both well, of us could have passed away. Uh, would you like to pay for new tires on my car? I don't think you would. I, don't, I would I don't, not. But I, I don't would think, also. I would also. I don't think you would. I would also I don't appreciate you, you taking a little extra care when my life, as well as your life, uh, I gave is on you a seatbelt. Uh, I have a terrarium with six lizards living in it, and if I passed away, they also would pass away. If you passed away, I would throw your lizards outside. We were in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. We had to stop very quickly. And this abrupt stop, we, we went into a sort of a spin. Uh, not, we were fine, but the friction on the tire caused our, our back right tire to pop. And I don't have a I don't have a spare in my car. I lost it um, in in a in a rally car race. I shouldn't have been in it. I drive a family sedan. It's a very nice car. I love that car. Um, the tire blows out, and we're now we're stuck on the side of the road. And we we got to get to this delicatessen uh, back home for me in Arkansas, and. Um, we didn't know what to do, and so we need to get out of the rain, and we walked across the street. I know I probably would have bought new tires on the front end of a just the front end of the of car a, of a hundred of, of mile long trip. Uh, I would have had the foresight to buy new tires, knowing that we were going to put that extra stress on the vehicle. But that's just me. Well, thank God you weren't in charge of the trip because I would have been boring. I don't want to spend my Saturday at a Firestone. I want to spend my Saturday reviewing the places that give the South a little extra flavor. Well, my cousin Chet works at a Firestone, and he's cool as as H E double hockey sticks. Got to keep the clean lyric badge here. 
Uh, but my cousin Chet, a really cool guy, and he gave you the discount for the for the new tires two weeks ago that you could have used. Yes. We were on the side of the road, and it was raining, and right across the st- I'm I'm so flustered. Right across the street, there was an Applebee's, and so we decided to go in. This whole episode, in addition to being about the good food at this delicatessen just inside of Arkansas, um, was to talk about essentials for being a good server, a good waiter, a good waitress. Um, so, since we were already there, and we got we, we have to keep we have to keep these we have to keep doing these podcasts so that everyone on Patreon will will be happy. We do it for the patrons, paid. Patrons, pa- patrons, patrons, patriots. We do it for the patriots. So, talk about what we want to do. What makes a good waiter? Here's uh, sort of three essentials for me. One, uh, timeliness. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means quick to the draw. That mm-hmm. means uh, running. It means uh, sp- uh, also sprinting. Um, most importantly, just being attentive to the table. And making sure they have what they need. They're not waiting too long for the next, you know, mm-hmm. logical step. Two, manners. I want to hear, yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. No, ma'am. Mm-hmm. No, sir. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're bringing your kids, mm-hmm. maybe they would, uh, maybe they uh, kneel down uh, at the, sort of the, ape, the, the front of the table. And they would look at them and they would say, uh, hey, little man. Or, Ooh. or hey, little lady. Ooh. And they would pull out a little crayon and let them mm-hmm. uh, let my kid play with uh, the crayon. I don't have kids, but if I did, that's what I want to see in a waiter. I'll, I'll tell you some of the things that I would like in, in a waiter or a waitress, because of course we try and be gender inclusive here on Mid South Foodie. All day, every day, uh, all I do is. One thing I love is uh, aprons. I love it when. Waiters or waitresses are wearing aprons. It shows that they're clean. shows that they care about professionalism uh, in, the, in the service industry. Another thing that I like, or, you know, you know, actually, here's something I don't like. Eye contact. When a waiter or a waitress comes up to the table and they're just looking you dead in the eye and they start talking to you, that tells, that tells me that they're a threat. That tells me that I need to, to maybe... Uh, to maybe draw from my dagger, maybe draw. Okay, from... okay, that we need to the, the the tension on this episode is palpable. We need to we scrap it. We we need to fix it up. I actually uh, I brought with me a new tire. Did you bring with you a new tire this time? Imagine how much good that could have done last week. I have a very, very encouraging piece of fan mail. How's that sound? Let me read some fan mail. Okay. All right. Let me um, pull out my Palm Pilot. Okay. Um, this is from uh, a gal named Julia. Mm. Um. This is an encouraging piece. Um. You know, we need to we need to salvage this. This is this is sort of a dumpster fire. Okay. Julia says. Dear Mid-South Foodie, <clears throat> excuse me, 
I love your show. It's in all caps. Love. I love your show. It has revolutionized my life. Hmm. My marriage, my friendships, my work life have all increased tenfold in terms of joy given to me on a daily basis. Good grief. Let me cry. I don't know how you'd measure that, but that's kind of it. Funny enough, I know editor-in-chief Jake Owens from high school. We dated for about four weeks, but things sort of fizzled out after the 4-H Rodeo Days ball we went to. Fun times. Anyway, love the show. Love you guys. Keep it up. Julia Roswell from Santa Fe, New Mexico. So I, I thought that was pretty cool. Julia, uh, your, old, uh, your old gal, Julia, she decided to tune in and give us a little mail. I thought that was really cool. I'm glad to hear that I'm enhancing her marriage, even after almost what did 10 happen? years. Um, well, I didn't, even, I didn't even know you were in 4-H. Well, I was. Uh, I, I was in it uh, for the pies, of course. Uh, you know me. I, I've, I've always been a bit of a foodie. Um, uh, I, she, of course, was more of a rodeo kind of girl, and I was a pieman. And, of course, you know, if, if you're assimilated into the 4-H culture, you know very well that those, those two circles don't mix. Um, and we thought, you know, we could be, you know, sort of like, you know, Montagues and Capulets or something like along those lines. But uh, those families didn't like each other. They, they did not. And uh, I did not like the, her rodeo crowd and she did not like my fellow pieman. And but you guys liked each other. We did, um, but it, it wasn't in the cards for us. Uh, At the end of that movie, mm-hmm. uh, DiCaprio kills Juliet. That's true. She passes away. She was killed. Yes. Um, and then she passed away. There were really just uh, enough irreconcilable differences you know, between our respective 4-H communities that I think it really made it impossible for us, you know, in that time and place, you know, where we were then, uh, the people we were then, um, made it impossible for things to really work. Who did, uh, who, who did she end up marrying anyway? Uh, it, it was a guy named Brett Walker. Um, he was the captain of the rodeo team, the 4-H rodeo team. He was a bit of a hunk, uh, kind of the talk of the town. Real promising rodeo star. I don't know if you've ever seen the film Eight Seconds, but he re- very much reminded me of uh, the protagonist of that film. I I haven't seen that. that that's a, is that a documentary. What, what is that? Uh, it's a biopic where the main character is a bull rider who gets gored. Awesome. That's well. I'm glad we could re- re- reach into the inbox and get a really uh, heartwarming email, something to kind of pep us up after what sort of a rough start. I'm glad we yeah. salvaged it. Yeah, it was a great podcast tonight. That's right. Uh, let's tell you a little bit about our friends over at Blue Apron. Blue Apron is where for less than $10 a month, you can get farm fresh, seasonal produce, meat, no added hormones, sustainably sourced seafood, everything else you need delivered right to your doorstep. It's fresh, it's sealed in airtight packaging. Uh, plus, they send you these recipe cards, how-to videos on cooking techniques, uh, you know, basic kitchen skills and the story behind where the ingredients come from. Um, I've really enjoyed Blue Apron. I when we first started, this, started the podcast, I became a Blue Apron subscriber. Mm-hmm. Um, last week, uh, the main the main dish was this uh, seared tilapia, broccoli florets, 
mm-hmm. uh, some cauliflower and some au jus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm, I really enjoyed that. Just a great, a great meal. I agree. You know, I'm I'm not a fan of any kind of um, thin sauces or broccoli or cauliflower, but the tilapia. Um, the tilapia is really good. I, I can definitely attest to that. The, the yeah. tilapia was fantastic. Absolutely. Uh, a few more housekeeping notes. Uh, please keep rolling in, uh, coming at us hot with those five stars, the reviews, uh, the shares on social media. We just got over uh, 20,000 likes on our Facebook page, which is amazing. And we just, uh, on that same sort of subscriber note, we reached over 500 patrons, uh, pat- patrons, mm-hmm. patrons on Patreon. Uh, we're so pumped about that. Thank you all so much. We uh, both know. both of us are pushing on 130,000 a year. Um, wow. Yeah, and uh, you know it's tax season, so that's sort of been from our minds, isn't it? It has. Um, anyway, until next time, uh, I'm your editor in chief, Reed Ballou. I'm your editor in chief, Jake Owens. Thanks Thank for listening to. Uh,